Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's up, hot queens? Did you bring the baby gherkins? <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Astronomical. I hate to see it. Wasted potential. Are you drunk? <laughs> I am so drunk right now. Oh my God, Ryan, you're here. Did you bring the two-tone leotard uniform? Uh, yeah, hold on. It's I, if you need it right now, I'll grab it. But um, before that, uh, did you bring the the bitter bald um, from from aisle ninety-two of the boo teak? I didn't. I forgot it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, we shouldn't be laughing. Um, hi everyone. So we are. Oh, Ryan, come on. This way. This way. Come on. Let's. We, we gotta find a closet. We gotta find a closet. Okay, hold on. All right, I'm closing the door. All right, oh, all right, guys. So uh, as you might have heard from the music, we're actually in a church right now, in a church closet, because we're at Dorothy's funeral. I guess she died or whatever. I don't know that she did, but she's a real good faker if she didn't. I was convinced. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, unfortunately, Dorothy didn't um, make it. As it turns out, we thought she was asleep and she was, um, well, apparently dead. I don't know. That's what they said. Although, yeah. I again, she's a trickster. But when you think about it, she is sleeping just forever. Right. Like, it's it's the it's the forever slumber, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, there's, like, a lot of mythology about sleep. I think even in Greek mythology, um, sleep and death are brothers. I just played through a video game that had a lot to do with the Chthonic gods. This is a lot of information for my brain right now, and I'm grieving. So we should probably <laughs> get to the episode because... It's a lot. This chapter is a lot. Oh, my God. It is so much. And uh, you guys are in for it. You are really in for it. So unless you want to go the way that Dorothy did, you might want to sit down, grab yourself a drink, because we have a lot of shit to talk about. Chapter 14, Arnacia Rosa di Cecilia. (laughs) (laughs) Or Arnacia. I don't know how to pronounce that word. I I bullied Ryan into doing it because he's... (laughs) He has Italian in him, and that says that looks like an Italian word. The last one that is that's Sicily. Uh, although in Italian, C's followed by vowels are usually a ch sound. So I just 
Look, I'm sorry if my if my family's listening to this or if, like the great nation of Italy uh, happens to stumble upon The entire upon nation of Italy. <laughs> hey, Clarabelle, I wanted to ask you. Um, so we just did, we just did our like summary episode. We just did our predictions, and it was sort of good timing because Tookie's about to enter Model Land. Uh, someone in Discord posted that we're entering Act Two. <gasps> exciting it only took forever to get here uh but i am excited that it's finally some like forward motion right well part of me was like oh i didn't even really think about acts in model land right like at no point did i think that there was a three-act structure to this book although most things do sort of fit into that format but for whatever reason when they they said oh this is going to be act two's beginning i was like oh yeah technically it is but like, does Tyre know that? Do we know that? I don't even know. It, it's just, it feels like the most remote thing to have a structure to this book. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I agree. I didn't think it had structure at all, let alone like acts <laughs> broken down like that. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, I, for one, am very excited to to finally be at Modeland. Um, so if you remember from the last chapter that we read, the last thing that happened was Tookie looked through sort of like a crevice and she could see model land on the other side. So now the gates are opening and they're in this like large entrance hall Mm -hmm. and there's 20 massive, they're described as massive statues of women on either side of them in like model poses, like dramatic poses. And Tookie's like, who are they? Um, who is she? What? Who is she? Yeah, Tookie says, who is she? 20 times as she walks down this corner. One thing that cracked me up immediately about this is that Tookie's describing these, like, statuesque, beautiful women. In the first one she looks at, she's like, for example, here's one. And she's in a beautiful pose. <laughs> she's in a, she's jumping into the air doing a split, a, doing a split <laughs> midair. <laughs> all, I, all I could think of, honestly, that made me laugh too. And all I could think of was, like, 20 statues of Tyra in like different <laughs> wigs. Yeah. That's how, what I picture. I also love that there's a sign above the, their head that says, yeah. if you do not respect us, we will shake, rattle, and roll you. <laughs> oh, so I looked this up because I was like, what is the significance of this? And it's like a song by Billy, uh, Bill Haley and his comments uh, mm. is the band's name. Like shake, rattle, rattle and roll. roll. Yeah. And like maybe maybe they covered it. I don't really know. But, uh, but truly, like this is a reference to that song and I can't find any other connection to this. Why are these people saying this it's very unclear to me um didn't, also I, didn't what? creamy say something similar when she was like threatening <clears throat> oh she was like i will boop i will bop <laughs> and i will test your tit like or something like that when the, when the scout was flying away she said something like that you think you are flying high and mighty which is funny because she literally was flying high and mighty mm-hmm. but i will whack slap smack clobber knock out and give your bedazzled ass a black eye so <laughs> so it's nothing like she grabbed and rolled but it reminded me of it anyway <laughs> so Tookie and the girls are walking down this corridor full of like statues jumping into there doing splits and they walk into um again we i think we enter a large plaza <laughs> i think at all it's times always a plaza <laughs> and oh this cracked me up um the world fluttered um oh the, like words are being shot into the air with lasers that say like bienvenue and like will come in and like um other other words for for welcome basically and uh ascent actually dust trickles down from the sky it tickles the girls noses and then ascent fills tookie's nostrils so we're actually switching it up we're being tickled by other things and 
Tookie is being filled with scents now. Um, and it smells like uh, sweet citrus. Model Land smells like a sweet citrus. Mm, and the, uh, so Tookie says it's uh, she thinks it's blood orange or something. And it's funny because it's the title of the of the of the chapter. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it has nothing to do with anything else. Like this is the only thing that happens with the smell. And it never comes back. It's never no. mentioned again. at this point. I'm not expecting it to come back either. But you're right about that, too. I thought it was going to have some significance. Um, it doesn't. Unless, unless. Oh, my God. Wait. Clarabelle. It could be foreshadowing because it's like a blood orange, right? Like a beautiful fruit, but like it seeps blood and that's it's a metaphor. Maybe. Could... Or maybe when they smelled it, it did something to them. Like <gasps> They're all in like opium. All I know is that Dylan was like, Arantxa, what? (laughs) (laughs) And she snorted at the air hard. Snorted at the air hard. (laughs) The writing has taken a turn for the worse. I think it's as we're introducing new characters, Tyra's like being a little bit playful. But yeah, Dylan snorted at the air hard. An actual sentence in this book. Um, God, what happens next? Oh, Uh, they walk up to a uh, a crystalline all-glass skyscraper. Um, that stands before them that's shaped like a giant M. Mm-hmm. Um, and the building glows from the inside as though radioactive, which was interesting to me because it, it means that uh, there's nuclear power in Metopia. Yeah. I mean, we don't know if that's going to be important at all, but that also stood out to me. Um, the next thing that happens is like there's a line of girls that are like dressed in matching attire and it turns out that they're the Bella tour guide. So they're like a little bit older than the new class that's um, coming in and they're described as looking like they're from all different countries. But aside <laughs> from the looking like they're from like their different nationalities, they all look very similar. Um, yeah. So basically they kind of resembled each other, it says. So there's like, there's black models, there's Asian models, uh, there's white girls, and they all sort of have the same look. I think, I think in sort of the way how, you know how like sometimes like JLo and Beyonce and like Shakira are all like compared because they have similar like symmetry to their faces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something like that. <laughs> they're beautiful women. <laughs> right, yeah. they're beautiful. I think they're uniformly beautiful is what mm. Tyra was getting at. Also, mm. I have to say that every time Bella's comes up, I think of the Bart and Bella's from Pitch Perfect in like their little <laughs> flight attendant outfits, especially now that they're literally all wearing like matching outfits. The outfits are described as like vests with pointy shoulders, leotards and tight fitting pants, which that does not make an outfit in my mind, but I that's like a that's like a figure skating costume. Right, right. And exactly. they have shiny diamond shaped badges fastened to their chests. Right. So they're labeled tour guides. Mm-hmm. Uh and um this this got crazy. So immediately the tour guides are like, come, come, welcome. And they lead the girls out onto a, like a giant circle of gold in the ground. And mm. <laughs> so here's what I wrote. So um as they like cross onto this like golden plaza, it's another plaza. Um, Tookie starts to feel like a wobbling, a wobbling shake under her. And I, I was like, Oh, f- like here we goddamn go. Like we, we've been in modeling for like two seconds. It's and quicksand. Yeah. I was like <laughs> immediately with like the antics of like, we can't just do anything normal. Um, we immediately have to have like some weird thing happen. And the, 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 the Bellas are like reflection inspection and um, with astonishing speed the golden material beneath them like melts upwards to form like golden statues. 
that looks just like them. And also we should mention before this whole thing happens, like the, the, the Bellas are looking at the girls of the lesbian pouch, sort of like, huh? Like they're confused about why they're there. Cause they're, they're, they're fugly, I guess. And, um, but then we get to the reflection inspection part and I guess the gold sort of like, like grows and shapes like if you ever saw what was that show on nickelodeon i don't know if you watch this it's called the, the secret, secret life, life of alex, alex mack <laughs> yes oh my god absolutely where she turns into like capri sun and slides under mm-hmm. door but she's like made of silver kind of i pictured that right. but like gold and then it like it like goes like grows and and then it's her so i pictured that but with these girls so they basically like each one of the girls had their own golden like uh yeah. Stat- not a statue because they were moving they were like mimicking all their moves right um yep. it just says a mirror image in three dimensions um <laughs> and then they melted again they dropped to the ground yeah. and and then they say now you to yeah. uh the, the bellas the new bellas mm-hmm. and the girls walk on and like all of the girls the new bellas like the new class of model land walks on and they their statues like not statues you're right like they're like reflection the reflection inspection works for them however <gasps> plot mm. twist um mm. dylan her her golden statue turns into a, a question mark same yeah. thing with the, the rest of the girls in the lesbian pouch like they're not they're not acknowledged by like this weird golden mirror and um what happens oh <laughs> i have a few things to say about this but um, oh, well, first of all, Zerpace is like, ha, you idiots. Yeah, because um, of course she's near them. Yeah. Zerpace is always within earshot, like always making side comments. And she has a new friend named Chaste. Mm, Chaste. <laughs> whose diamond pasties were threatening to slip off. Chaste is, so her, her name's like, it's like Chastity, right? Like that's like mm. where her name is from. Her role in this book appears to just be slut. <laughs> That's like all she Me. does. I know. Immediately, I was like, I'm rooting for her and our pace at this point. Like immediately. Oh my god, we 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 jumped over the best line in this chapter. Oh my god, yeah, we did. Please do us the honors. So we both actually sent this to one another as we were reading because once again, Tookie is not only is she noticing only when Dylan's body comes into any like sort of part of the narrative but the things that dylan says and does are so funny so after the 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 three-dimensional gold versions like pop up um dylan says oh my lordy it says dylan clutched her breast just one she just clutched her breast i think maybe what they meant to say was like her chest like she put her hand on her chest but she clutched like grabbed her own boob like clutched it (laughs) hog hog like it's such a weird sentence dylan clutched her breast i really cannot girl clutching is what we're going for here but so this is why i have like such questions like okay like the radioactive thing earlier like a copy editor would have been like hey that you're using this adjective that insinuates that like radioactivity is a thing in this world is that true this too like dylan clutched her breast like someone would be like like this is a little silly um I just think Tyra like stetted everything in this book um, because, I mean, how do you get away with that? That's incredible. It really um, is. They, so after Zerpesa and Chaste, Chaste, Chastity, Chaste. I Let's think just call her Chaste. 
I read it as chaste. We're probably wrong. Who cares? I'm sure our listeners will let us know, as you guys often do. Um, And they're making fun of Tookie. Um, Someone says, oh, I've never seen the reflection pool use punctuation before. (laughs) About, like, the fact that there's, like, question marks. And everyone, like, laughs at them, basically, because, like, how disgusting that these girls don't even have, like, reflections in the reflecting pool. Yeah, and um, everyone's everyone's already sort of like giving them looks, and now yeah. it's it's even worse, right? It's like <laughs> freshman orientation, and like there's a group of people who just farted really loudly, and everyone's <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" Um, <laughs> and then okay, so then we meet a new character. Um, her name is Zen Zen, which I don't I don't <laughs> like it. Um, but it reminded me that one of our listeners predicted that we would have like a mentor like a like an iconic mentor type figure that would die oh no <laughs> zhen zhen it's z-h-e-n-z-h-e-n so i think it's zhen zhen um, oh okay i did look it up before it means precious in chinese and she is heavily implied to be uh chinese i think she's chinese. she's she has a beijingle accent which is what tyra says which i think is beijing in Tyra's oh yeah Tyra's see language. i i i wasn't sure about that but I just feel like everything has like the aura of like slight racism to it, and I just <laughs> I felt so uncomfortable. So let me let maybe let's just call her ZZ so that we're not yeah. inadvertently like pulling a Cho Chang, which I don't that's want to so, do. Okay, that's literally so that's what I was looking up because I was like, is this a surname or is it a first name? And I did see other people with the same. Usually it's just one, but I'm with you. I let's call her ZZ from mm-hmm. now on. I like um, that. So she's obsessed with CL. Obsessed, obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she therefore is obsessed with Tookie and like totally smize, right? Like she's like, you came here in a pouch made out of CL's body. They actually, she says, you came here in CL. Disgusting. Oh <laughs> Disgusting. my God. I hate that. Uh, and they're like, yeah. And she's like, well, I love CL and therefore I love you. Yeah. She like switched her. She was supposed to be the tour guide for another group. But when she found out that CL carried them over, she was like, no, I need to like be with you. Like she's obsessed to the point where like she has changed her hair color and everything to look like CL's. But Guru Applesauce puts a swift end to that. Um, He like materializes out of nowhere. And he's like, you have to change your hair or I'm going to send you to the Belladonna. Um, pronoun check guru applesauce shows up and no longer has pronouns he's now called it says guru applesauce is like which was pass, passing in the right like which he's no oh. longer person like guru applesauce is like foregone personhood and now is like a animated object so oh, wow it was passing by them um which like startled me i was like, oh god guru applesauce is i no thought it was i thought his pronouns were he in the other chapter but I think so, too. But it says, before ZZ could finish gushing, Guru Applesauces, which was passing in a rush, yelled, <laughs> ZZ, and, like, yells at her and makes her switch her hair back to, like, of course, any Asian character that shows up, always, like, we have to give them, like, pin straight, center parted black hair, um, because that's, that's I guess, what Tyra envisions. And, and uh, it makes her, he makes her switch back. And she's, like, basically lamenting uh, that she cannot look like her idol. So she has changed herself she has the ability to change herself on like command which is kind of cool so she goes on about how you spent and she says spent intense intimate time with cl i was like (laughs) guys what the fuck is going on really was it really a lesbian pouch and (laughs) yes absolutely it was we were right (laughs) 
Um, so she, so she is unfolding this, her like badge from her chest, like her diamond badge and it, it opens up and it gets big. And so she sees that Tookie's name is on the list, but, um, the other girls aren't. And she's like, that's weird. Zizi opens up her like list, which is also her badge, which is now a magazine with like words in it. And she has Tookie on the list, but the other girls aren't. And she's like, what do I do about this? But then CL like appears. (laughs) It next to a column and like raises one glowing like little bejeweled tentacle at Zizi and gives her like a menacing look. <laughs> Zizi's like, oh, never mind. You are on my list, actually. <laughs> and you know, I was thinking because uh, we got in a big fight in the predictions episode. That wasn't a real fight, um, but we were talking about how like the importance of the smize, right? And like how the smize technically was found by Tyra first. Tookie. Tookie, I'm sorry, but Tookie first, and so then that's why she's on the list, but the other girls aren't. But it got me thinking also about, do you remember in like, I think maybe it was like the third or fourth chapter when we're watching the girls find the smize on TV mm-hmm. and they got into a huge fight over it. So I'm I'm sort of like I'm sort of confused if they're setting up that this that Tookie is on the list and the girls aren't because of the smize, then why is it okay to like fight over them? Like wouldn't it be just like whoever found it first is the person who gets to keep it? I don't think that's public news though. I think like maybe people think that if you're wearing it, it increases your So here's what I think is like happening. I think that people in Metopia and the world think that if you're wearing the smize, it increases your chances. But what we have sort of figured out is that actually whoever is being invited into Model End, it's like preordained. And I think the smize is like sent to specific people. And so like it was sent to Tookie, whether or not she was gonna wear it, like she was gonna get chosen. It's sort of like, I don't know, symbolic as but like But don't you think you would have figured that out by now? Like, you mean people at large? Yeah, because if they, like, this is, like, the biggest thing in their world. Like, wouldn't they have figured out, like, hey, like, this person found it this year, but that, but it didn't matter because somebody else grabbed it. Or, like, oh, no, they found, they found it, so they're the only ones that were able to actually use it. Right, yeah. I don't no, know, I think it feels weird. It, it is, it is weird. It's a little bit messy, and mm. especially a lot of things about this, like, Day of Discovery, Model Land, like, if it is the most important thing in the world, like, which Tyra wants us to believe, like, it needs to have impacted the world in some sort of significant way. And we have actually yet to see that. Like, for instance, even, Mm -hmm. like, the age-old line of, like, you could become an Intoxabella, one of the only famous people in the world. We haven't actually heard shit about any of the Intoxabellas, like, except for CL, like, but we don't see them as a presence in, like, society whatsoever. We only ever... We don't know. Like they're they're not on TV. Like they're not you know like selling products or anything like that. We have that that mountain show, but other than that, like they actually don't have really any intersection. Also, if there's seven of them a year, then that seven famous people every year, there would be hundreds of them. You know, presumably because they're all crowned when they're young. Right. So I don't like none of this makes any sense. And oh, there's a few wrenches coming up too, but I'm gonna wait until we okay fucking get to that. Okay. Um. um so so the so the. The, the the whispering sort of around the girls like continues mm. like everyone is like giving them dirty looks um and <laughs> Dylan of course says oh sister we are getting bitter balled by those girls bitter balls are like uh she says bitter balls are in aisle fi- uh, 592 at the boo boutique and basically they 
it's like Tums. They, they like resolve gastrointestinal distress, but they make you have like a sour look on your face. Yeah. Um, and everyone's getting everyone's giving them sour looks, but Zizi's like, don't worry about those girls. Um, we're just gonna keep going, and uh, and hopefully, hopefully, um, you won't get clawed on your first day. <laughs> Which is a great comfort to the to the girls as they're led around like they're walking. So right now they're walking. They're on like basic. So now they're on their tour. Um, oh, and they're they, with Zar- Zarpeza got like grouped with them, right? Because they didn't have a tour guide. So like now Zarpeza and Chase are like actually in their group. Right. Like they're all together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're walking around M Plaza. That's the giant skyscraper. <laughs> it's explained. It's explained that. Um, the Belladonna like works there in all of the modeling administration, um, and you cannot go inside of it mm, unless you're explicitly invited. So they're like making it menacing already. And this this right. part really reminded me of the Uglies by Scott Westerfeld because yeah, there's a similar setup, and then like the administrative offices are like not to be sort of like traverse like you can't go in there mm-hmm. unless you're and and usually you don't want to go in there because like it means trouble so that right. definitely reminded me of that right and they're going to so they're not going inside they're going to o plaza mm. um which worried me because i was like first there's m plaza then there's o like is there gonna be like a d and e and l <laughs> like i was like are we gonna, all the plazas like first of all many plazas that's like a theme right but then are they gonna spell model and o plaza ends up being um <laughs> stands for opera although the guesses that the girls give are ovaries obi uh ox tongue and, and oddballs tookie whispered <laughs> all the girls are yelling but tookie's like again whispering she whispers a lot um but it's opera yeah i and i guess the bella donna is gonna sing to them from there that's my guess <laughs> she you'll have to you'll have to see um but before they go to the o plaza um they they're going to be doing their tour in this. So now comes something that like really blew my mind. Um, the Belladonna is the latest. So Zizi is t- talking to them about like a, her tour basically. And she says the Belladonna is the latest generation of model lands Royal line mm-hmm. and has commanded the school for 10 years. The statues that line the entrance hall past Belladonna's, which is a huge, huge wrench in this. Like, so suddenly actually there's like a Royal family that rules model land and like all the belladonna. of a sudden all of yeah. a sudden how it, do we not how is the belladonna not like called queen what what yeah it's very strange to me and that the fact that we've never first of all the fact that we've never been told this second of all the fact that instead of like a castle or something similar she has administrative buildings and like i don't know everything just feels like wacky world building that doesn't that doesn't it doesn't add up um no so we we find out that you know the the massive statues in the entrance the the one doing the (laughs) splits in the air air was a past belladonna Um, and then they see this circle of floating images of the world's current most famous intoxabellas we see all of the um ones that we saw on the mountain reveal day Mm -hmm. thing i still Mm -hmm. don't know what to call it and um and when the, and when Tookie sees Exodus, she's reminded of Lizzie for like the one time a month that she thinks of her, um, <laughs> and it's, it sends a pang through Tookie's chest, and she's like, "Our escape plan, Lizzie. What oh. was she doing now? Where has she gone?" 
And then um, we move on. That's and that's, that's it. All, 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 all. We're, we're good to go. Nookie has done her one, like, pained mention of Lizzie for, like, the fourth chapter. Every four chapters we get one of them. But really, she is on the back burner. That friendship is... I think, is I think when you think about it like that, I feel like Lizzie was inserted. I feel like she was, like, an afterthought rather than, like, a part of the book. I think, like, Lizzie was an attempt at giving Tookie some more like, like humanization right yeah. like like work on her interiority but the fact mm -hmm. that like it just feels sprinkled in in a way that doesn't really feel authentic feels like it was put in after the fact but um you know if i was writing this like i would have tookie's guilt over abandoning lizzie be like totally ruining her experience of exploring model and like she sh like i left my friend behind or even like the fact that she replaced like miracle instead and this was like miracle stream like these things like sort of they they like blip onto tookie's radar but they're lost between all of this like you know things shaking and quaking and blowing up and like lasers shooting out words like all this other stuff which tookie's looking at instead she never really looks inward and it, it, therefore when it does come up it's like she doesn't care. She sounds like a psychopath. Right. And also, like, the fact that when she was taken or when she left, she just sort of went super willingly. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like any she should have other... Been that would have been great. Right. Any other heroine in a book in this situation would have gone been taken against her will to Model Land at this point. Yeah. Unless right. it was somehow going to further the things that she cared about. But, like, what does Tookie care about? We don't know. We, does she even care about herself? We don't know. Like, it seems like she doesn't care about anything. Well, if, if you would only ask Clarabelle, but no one ever thinks to ask Tookie de la Creme what her dreams are. And that's on us, even though the whole book is written from her point of view. So Infuriating. <laughs> it's absolutely infuriating. Um, when we keep going, though, we learn a little bit about... CL and mm. CL's background because yeah. they're looking at like her staticky image and Zarpesa's like, oh, you didn't know. Uh, she went rogue is what um, Zarpesa describes as like CL's crime. Mm. Uh, she lost her mind trying to beat to her own crazy drum, which is like a huge act of rebellion apparently against Model End. And that's why she's like lost her status. That's why she's not doing campaigns. It's why she's like now uh, like basically like an uber to model land yeah yeah and she, yeah she's being punished now uh that's why she's back there is what zarpeza says and she heard all of this from her colorist aunt sister's grandfather's daughter i was uh, i wanted to skip right over i was like i'm not <laughs> indulging this we're not gonna go through i just it. had to let you all know uh, <laughs> if we're suffering you're also yes, gonna suffer well. okay yeah. um so so the, all the Bellas are like are listening to Zarpeza because, of course, like everyone can hear everyone in this world, right? It doesn't matter how much yeah. distance is between them, and they're all speaking in different languages. So of course, Tookie is like understanding and translating for us that everyone's sort of uh, gossiping and like up in arms about oh my god, CL. Um, everyone's wondering like what happened, and then. Um, they get to a giant wall. Oh, wait, no, you tell me. Oh, I was just going to say Chase is, says, like, CL's gone loony. She brought them here, and she gestures to Tiki and the others. And then it says bitter balls for sure. Bitter balls for sure. Yeah. Uh, they then get to a a giant wall of plants that's made out of fabric. <laughs> There's, like, an insinuation that 
a lot of things are made out of fabric in Model Land. For instance, the grass that they were on, like, at the outside of Model Land was, like, also made out of fabric. So I don't know why or what the point of this is, but now we're at a wall full of plants and, like, thorns. Uh, and they are made out of fabric, but they... um but they are peeled apart by ZZ as she continues on her tour and they, they get to the, the beautification Boulevard. And uh, that's where all of the, the classes will occur. She says, Mm -hmm. if you survive THBC. What? And then like, what is that? And apparently ZZ was not supposed to tell them. Um, She says that it's a special test, not for the fashion week or faint of heart, but that's like all she tells them. Right. Um, so there's going to be some like trial, some ba- mm-hmm. like they're they're not done with their examinations. There's going to be some sort of test, and apparently people literally die during this. Uh, they then continue on their their waltz down beautification boulevard, and there's like a fun little <laughs> montage of like Tookie peering into like classrooms, but all the classroom buildings are specifically designed to, for whatever like the tasks are, and. There's like a, oh, I don't even know. There's like a giant cube made out of plaid that's balanced on like one of its corners. Um, there's a literal pirate ship <laughs> with a bunch of girls inside having a a, a face class. Um, there is, that actually comes a little bit later. Um, God, well, what did I want to talk about here? Oh, oh, well, they talk about how CL mastered all of the courses on mm-hmm. the Beautification Boulevard row or whatever, and yeah. that no one student has surpassed her extraordinary skill. And that made me feel like this is probably going to mean that Tookie does. Yeah, Tookie's um, going to be like a savant at all of these things. Right, and Zarpeza flounced the ends of her yellow dumpster dress, and she's like, <laughs> that's because I just got here, and I'm seriously still rooting for her. Oh, my God. There is, we have to talk about the egg. Okay. Yes. So first of all, yeah, this is what I want to talk about before we get to the pirate ship. There's listen to egg. me. I have a book called witchlings coming in 2022 from scholastic. Everybody go at it Woo! on Goodreads. Okay, and right, yeah. there is literally an egg an sports egg dome. No. In really? Raven's guild called the sports, no. called the sports egg spec for short. <laughs> and when I saw this, I was cracking up. I mean, it makes sense in my world because everything is nature and animal focused yeah and it's a middle grade this in the book i don't know but i was like fuck me and tyra had the same idea <laughs> you should change yours to the orb arena because that's what it's called in model land <laughs> the, the description is oh god it's where pretty boys and girls battle in man attack which is like a, a game that they play against their uh the the brother this was this blew my mind the brother male modeling academy oh bestosterone <laughs> I I read that and I wanted to die. Like, that is so bad. And it's actually a class. So it's a class that they have, but apparently you don't know when it's going to happen. It's always a surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then there's this really, like, horrible paragraph about how males are only accessories. Yes, yes. This was, <laughs> this was wild to me. Oh, it's always... Uh, don't... <laughs> Don't ever forget, we're the stars, not the boys. Like, it outright says, like, men are trash. They're just dumb accessories. Like, they build our buildings, provide security, and they're eye candy. But, like, that's it. And that was, like, Ryan was reading verbatim. Like, we're not – I know sometimes you guys have a hard time figuring out, like, what we're actually reading versus what we're making up. Like, those are words from the book. Like, we did not make that up. Didn't you – okay, and I predicted. I was like, the men are going to be, like – You did. They're going to be dumb and like like really denigrated and apparently 
Apparently I'm going to be right. We haven't seen them yet, but also the fact that there's like a male, um, a male version of model land, right. Called like Bestosterone and like, but it takes place in model land. Like all the models are at model land. Bestosterone is like a, a, like a brother Academy there, but like, do they have their day of discovery? It introduces a whole like skew of questions into this, but it sort of resolves it as well. Cause Apparently, like, even if you're a male model, you're basically, like, utter gutter garbage to this. So, like, there's no Intoxabella equivalent, right? Like, you're just necessary. So, yeah, I have to assume that, like, that's why there's no guys walking in, like, day discovery. Like, they just, they just don't exist, really, on the same level of notoriety as, like, the Bellas. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then after that, uh, we is that where we see the boat? Then there's the boat, and inside people are making, like, silly faces, like, with intensity, and it's it's car, car, car class. Yeah, <laughs> which means face, face, face. Face, face, face. <laughs> yes. um, And then we see, like, I guess obstacle courses, right? It says, like, an immense octagon-shaped course broken up by high walls, gravel pits, flamethrowers, ropes, and whip um, indiscriminately. Like, there's jutting corners, runways spinning dance floor <laughs> and there's like loudly thumping like trance music also and, I like, can't <laughs> it's just so crazy and so the so Shiraz starts dancing and like Chucky is reminded of Miracle um, and she feels a familiar pang and then she says but then Shiraz was much more pleasant to be around it's like okay <laughs> yeah she's like gets over it and then finally so the girls have a dance party it's one sentence long but the girls have like a little dance party and then finally they're like anyways what is that <laughs> it's easy as like i really oh. want to see the movie of this book. Like, <laughs> yeah, so bad me too uh it looks like an obstacle course or something and zizi's like you're close um it's for the seven tournament so um, seven with uh, the numeral in front of the word seven again. And uh, it's apparently some sort of like graduation ceremony type tournament that that the girls have to have to go through in order to like survive their education. And like definitely it kills people. You know, this really this whole thing really felt sort of like it didn't connect to me. Like I understand that um, Tyra is trying <laughs> to. It's trying to, like, harken back to America's Next Top Model and, like, the the wild sort of things that she puts the contestants through, right? Because we, ta- we talked about that, how that was one of my predictions in the predictions episode that there were going to be trials, like... Like a like a skyscraper... Like a, like a runway that was up in the air, right? And different things like that. Um, but I'm mm. just wondering, yeah. like, we know that Tyra did that for TV, right like she's saying like as a model you're gonna have to go through all sorts of stuff but you don't actually have to do those things to train to be a model right it was just because it was reality television but now that we're in a book there there doesn't seem to be an actual reason or one that we've been given as to why they need to train this way what are models doing in the world that like they need to be whips and flamethrowers right and like if they are doing something like we need to know that or or if if we don't know that, then we need to be told like through Tookie's perspective that it's very strange and worrisome to them that they're going to be training this way because did, weren't they just going to be models and doing photo shoots and stuff like that. But instead we get we get neither of those things. Right. So we're just sort of left to 
imagine for ourselves like why would they be training this way um it sort of reminded me like you know in hunger games when before the games start and they're sort of like auditions yeah right and like and like depending on those auditions like you get people to help you during the games themselves right so you want to stand out um but there was like a clear reason behind them doing the things that they were doing because they needed that help from like the the patrons and the people watching to survive during the actual games um but there's no like through line here (laughs) no no none whatsoever it doesn't hook into the world because the world is not made out of anything like hookable and i agree with you like there's no reason why they would have to do this it's just silliness again um Mm. but i did enjoy the passage about a girl in a flowing giraffe dress sprinting (laughs) through through the obstacle course, like doing like backflips over flamethrowers and like nimbly dancing her way to like the end. And ZZ's like, Caitlin, that bitch. <laughs> Here she is rehearsing or practicing. Like she's God damn it, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin. <laughs> um, so we get that. Like we get Caitlin running around. I'm sure she'll never be back here, but I was like, what's her story? Like, but Toki's just watching these things. It's also just like, Again, everything is in, like, Tookie is looking at Madeleine from, like, a bird's eye view. Like, mm-hmm. how is she seeing all these things? But she is. She's managing. Um, and we're getting, I think the point of this is to just inject this idea of, like, there's something ominous at Madeleine. Like, there's danger around every corner. Like, there's the THBC mention. And, like, there's the man attack. And, like, now there's this obstacle course, the seven tournament. But... I just like I'm like when are we gonna make good on all these promises like right and like yeah, why is why is it being shown this way like <laughs> right I just feel like it would have been a lot more effective if we saw only like sort of beautiful but challenging things in the beginning and then all of the like actual danger was like found out by Tookie later on because now it's like there's no twist right we already know it's awful and like right. what next like and just not, like, make it more awful okay well that's exactly what happens next because then like first of all ZZ's like and one more time even though I said I wasn't going to bring it up again THBC someone's going to die yeah. um, and they're like they're like what and she's like but I can't talk about it and then she immediately goes but I will tell you that there's actually one thing you should definitely be worried about everything's worrisome at this point but she's like you have to be aware of the catwalk corridor which apparently is a corridor. She doesn't say what's inside of it, but I can imagine it's probably full of cats. Because <laughs> that would be that's like a very modeling thing to do. But apparently, like the corridor itself just like pops up and swallows people. But like, she's like, "You'll be fine." It's like it's just really scary. Like, but nothing of like some singing antiseptic like can't solve. And a tetanus shot. <laughs> tetanus shot because apparently the cats are made out of um rusted metal. I think she meant rabies, but whatever. <laughs> also, like. You know, not to give, we don't really talk about um, those books by that woman about the boy wizard on this podcast, but there have been a couple of times in this book that, like, it was very obvious, like, when there's somebody who doesn't read young adult or middle grade books, right? The, their mm-hmm. go-to is like usually Twilight, Hunger Games, Harry Potter, right? Um, they always talk about those three books because those are the most popular ones that like on a general, like like the general population not the book world knows about yeah and And they're like benchmarks too right for like success and there's been a couple of times where it was very obvious that like that was tara's frame of reference for like books that she had read because there were things that were like really obviously 
reminiscent <laughs> of the series. And I really felt when Azizi said, oops, pretend I didn't say that. It was Hagrid incarnate. Like yeah, that is yeah. exactly what yeah. he says when he is like the literal guide um, to <laughs> Hogwarts and the kids. Yeah, um, the groundskeeper. It's, it is that. It is very much that. Mm. And it's like Hagrid giving a tour of like the Hunger Games like tribute arena um, <laughs> with like America's Next Top Model theme music blasting in the background. That's like the and, best way we can describe it. Um. And also like the ma- and like there's like the maze runner maze <laughs> with like Lisa Evangelista like sprinting through it. Like, oh my God. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, but the thing, like, I guess what grinds my gears is that like. It's such a mess, but Tyra wants credit for it. Like, Tyra is, like, sitting here, like, winking at us as she's writing, being like, isn't this, like, aren't I so clever? Like, I'm so crazy. I'm, like, so random. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God, I I'm, know. I'm so not like other girls. <laughs> I know. You cue the song. <laughs> um, so we also find out that there's something called the ugly room, which that's where I was born. <laughs> and um, ZZ says, you don't ever want to get sent there and i feel like that might be the makeover room um i would love that it's definitely the chokey like that's a, it's like that's model ends like um penalism system is like mm-hmm. the ugly room we don't know what's oh and she said there's like other things that like can happen to you like you can get booted out into like the di- diabolical divide mm-hmm. which is you don't want to go out there like if you go out there you'll never come back um sometimes oh, oh go ahead the di- the divide. I don't even know why Zizi's talking about any of this, but she's like, oh, also, while we're talking about the diabolical divide, just so you know, sometimes it shoots fireballs at us. Yeah. And oh, she so so I feel like this might be foreshadowing, like there's more than one way to get to the diabolical divide. So I feel like they might like stumble upon it somehow. Um, But also the fireballs one year. Uh, it landed on top of the old seven stadium. It burned the whole thing down and a bunch of girls died. And then she's going to say more. And then there's like an alarm screeches. Cause like everything always screeches in this book. <laughs> a lot of yeah. A bunch of girls died. Definitely. De- we're giving it all away. Oh, it bumps me out. Cause like if Toki was interested in, like, I would love to read about like a girl who had to fall out of love with her dream and like reckon with like the true price of, beauty in her world that would be so cool again read the bells bells yeah like this is talking about the bells where like literally someone has to contend with the literal like blood price of yeah literally yeah like a great deconstruction and here we are like even if tookie was like apathetic as she is she shows up and immediately like zizi is rushing to tell us about all of like the kooky crazy and dangerous things of model land and it doesn't sound alluring or interesting at all it just sounds like a fun house yeah, it sounds dangerous and scary, and we don't even really know what the payoff is in the end. All we know is you're famous, but, like, so what? Carol Baskin is famous, and that doesn't mean I want to be her. You know what I mean? Right, truly. Uh, so there's a screech, a lot of screeching, and then all the girls start to um, to sprint. They're, they're going to the, to the O, to the O Plaza, so the, the opera's about to begin, so all the girls start running and Shiraz takes off instantly and like Piper like gallops behind her with precise efficiency. <laughs> and then Dylan follows her run a sexy swagger. Oh my god. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> Tookie's so gay for her. It's like so ridiculous. Oh, but Tookie but but Tookie doesn't follow. Tookie no, she stands like there. She stands there doing nothing. Which is her main character trait. 
Um, <laughs> so she's actually contemplating her place, right? Where does she fit in? It's like, oh, wow, some sort of, you know, she's thinking about stuff. Um, so she's thinking where she fits in. And she's like, I don't really fit in here. Like, I don't, I don't belong. Um, and she feels like she's living someone else's fate and it's miracles. Yeah. So finally she has like some sort of like regret with nostalgia and, um, she's got some concerns. She didn't have any concerns when she was looking at like people being like torn apart, but this is finally, she's watching people run and Dylan's sexy swagger. And she's like, maybe, maybe I'm in the, the wrong spot. Yeah. Um, and also one thing that we, uh, sort of skipped over is, I think it was Zarpeza and ZZ, like Zarpeza saying like, uh, or Chase saying like, oh, they're not going to make it because they're ugly or something. And Chase was basically, uh, ZZ was basically like, it's more about more than looks. Like if people are interchangeable here, if you haven't noticed, like beauty is easy to come by. Like it takes more than that to make it. And I feel like that might be like a foreshadowing. I just wanted to drop that in there. So we didn't forget. Um, you're, yeah, you're right about that. Um, so, a, a kind-faced girl... People are just appearing left and right. A kind-faced <laughs> girl whose eyes were decorated with a smize, um, was like, was like, come on, run, you can do it. And it felt like a sign. So, Tookie lifted her leg, her right leg, then her like left. She started to run. And then her foot caught on her other foot and she fell um, and went straight down into a textbook Tookie de la Creme fall. When Spil- is she? What? Spilt. <laughs> she spilt. <laughs> oh, God. When is that protest? Gonna- that has to come back up. If that doesn't come back up, I'll be furious. But when has she, has she fall? Like, has she fallen a lot? Have we seen a lot of other, like, textbook Tookie spills? No, I don't think so. I think then she, what? I think she <sighs> might have, she, no, I don't, I don't remember her falling, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but that's the end of chapter 14. and we leave her there for for the the chapter's end god clumsiness as a character trait i cannot abide it's like such like i'm not like i'm like clumsy i'm not like smooth and cheerleader like like i'm so zany yeah it's very hallmark movie like 2001 teen movie cliche moment but um but yeah we're we're in there we're in there we're we're all the way in model land now it's gonna start it's happening It's happening. I am thrilled. And I have to say, like, as much shit as we're giving it, I am so happy to be here. Me too. I'm having fun. It's uh it's a hot mess, but it's one that I'm participating in willingly. So <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> do you have um do you have a rose and a thorn? Um, oh god. For chapter fourteen. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna say my thorn is sort of like the the overall disconnect of of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> we're like more. we're like you can sort of argue your point about anything in the book and like you're not technically wrong because like everything we're not given enough detail about pretty much anything and I really hate the fact that we're in this place that seems so important but we don't really know what it leads to or what we're doing there like the main point of what the book should be is hasn't been given to us yet and I feel like that's really frustrating because yeah. um, the, the stakes are just not there for me at all. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say the rose is 
the actually the end where where Chucky has more than one line of contemplation about herself <laughs> that like makes sense, right? Where yeah. she's saying like, "Where do I fit in here? Like, what am I gonna do?" I felt like that interiority work was good. Uh, yeah. It wasn't great, but it was good. It was a start. It was, it was there. It was absolutely there. <laughs> I read it with my eyes. <laughs> the fact that it could be cut out and the book could just continue going to like it again. Like, all right, if your characters. A good a good thing to keep in mind is that like your characters make a choice and there's a repercussion or like your characters feel something and then they like pursue it right and like but we, we actually still haven't seen Toki sort of like make any active choices based upon like what she's feeling or what she wants. Mm. Um, so even though there's a like, interiority, like it's not actually turning into anything. Toki is again just sort of being swept along by someone right. else's story, and it's very easy to sort of forget that like we're supposed to care about her, and as, as yeah. we often do. Um, yeah. That was also my my rose, by the uh. way. The fact that there was some interiority yeah. in the fucking right at the end. I feel like I get so excited whenever there's like just a little bit because we're given so it's like it's really we are the factory worker children with our heads shaved. We have nothing in this life. <laughs> Town factories. God. Um how how about so that was your rose. What was your thorn? My thorn is these weird, strange wrinkles that are showing up in the world building. It's getting worse, not better. Like you said, we're not learning like what the point of Model Land is, which we definitely should know at this point. But at the same time, like we're being given like more pieces to sort of fit into this like jigsaw puzzle. For instance, like Bestosterone and the like royal family, like the royal lineage of like the Belladonna is now coming up and that is really strange to be sort of introducing now that feels like worldwide news. And, but again, we don't know what the Belladonna's role is on like a worldwide scale. So it's just, I, I think some of the stuff is going to get revealed, but it feels so flimsy and it's a lot to sort of just like piece together. And the the picture that it's making is like not good at all. I so, com- I completely agree. And I'm also thinking back about like, the Baroness, like, is she gonna come back? Like, God, what's... the Baroness. I love when you bring up the Baroness. Because, like, what the oh, fuck? God, the Baroness. At night, you leave one, like, window lit so the Baroness can find her way home. Because, wait a minute, if she's a Baroness, is she part of, like, the royal family? Ooh, damn. Yes. Okay, maybe she's, like, a Baroness on the run. This oh, feels God. like a fucking game of guess who. Reading this book is making me work my muscles in my brain oh, and not yeah. in a good way no, i know i feel like i'm getting i feel like i'm changing on the inside for the worst i, I feel, feel like i my... feel like i'm sticking edibles inside of my eyeballs and they, <laughs> that is how i'm consuming them it's all it's so much um anyway oh, the, f- the funeral <laughs> is us wrapping up so we should probably get out of this church closet before we're locked in here overnight. I don't want to stay in a haunted church. I don't know about you. That ah, sounds kind of fun, but I don't know. It depends if they leave the body or not. I don't. I don't want to spend night in a room with a with a dead corpse. No, I don't think they are. But um, thanks for listening, everyone. R.I.P. Dorothy. Thank you, everyone, for for listening with us. We're gonna we're gonna scooch out here in a little bit. But um, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram. Our at is celebrity underscore book club on Twitter. We are at celeb bk club. Uh, if you want to find us on our website, celebbookclub.com. So real easy. If you want to email us, celebbookclub at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us, my Twitter is at reality. My Insta is at ry underscore la underscore sa and. And Claribel? 
I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Clarabelle underscore Ortega. And you can find all things about me on my website, ClarabelleOrtega.com. Welcome. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's get going. I, okay. I feel like uh, I feel like they're about to start. Yeah, sweet. they probably are. Oh, and make sure you rate us and review on iTunes and subscribe to us and tell all your friends. Okay, we love you. Bye. Mwah, kisses. <laughs>